We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we are live. Once again, it is the Field of 68 Best Bets podcast and Best Bets live stream. That gentleman you see right there with the mask on sitting in the airport terminal is the one and only Jeff Goodman. Uh, he is obviously on his way to Indy right now. He's got his Duncan right there in front of him. Uh, Jeffrey, how, how's it going, man? I don't know if we're going to be able to hear you. I don't know. You, you tell me. How, how are you hearing me? Okay. Yeah, about as well as we can. Um, yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll do this quick, but I thought that we had to get on today, even though you're traveling, just because yesterday was such an insane day when it comes to news and when it comes to coaching carousel stuff. Um, tweet this from my phone while we're doing this? I'm going to try. I'm going to try to retweet it. Let's see what oh, uh, he went dark. We're he went dark on us. <laughs> all right, I'll be back. I'll be back. Don't you worry. Um, all right, while we're waiting for you, I'm just going to kind of set it up real quick because we had it was a wild, wild day when it comes to news. Jeff broke the news that Penn State hired Mike Usbury uh, on this stream to start today. Right. Then Indiana fired Archie Miller. Then Minnesota fired Richard Patino. Then New Mexico had, uh, announced they were maybe not announced, but news broke that they were down to Richard Pertino and Tim Miles. Then Boston College hired Earl Grant. Then Kansas uh, announced that they're going to be without Jalen Wilson for at least one game of the tournament. Then DePaul fired Dave Lado. Then we lost six refs due to pro- COVID protocols because they went out to dinner together. And then Iowa State fired Steve Prohm. Um, I think that we need to start with Indiana and Archie Miller. Um, that was it felt like that was something that kind of had to happen. It happened earlier than I expected it to, but it felt like eventually that that was something that had to happen. They just, those two sides are not on the same page. Did you freeze? What's that? You froze. Start again. Start talking about Indiana again. You got me or no? Yeah, I got you. All right. right. I mean, the big, the big thing is, um, if you were Scott Dolson, the, the Indiana AD, and you got somebody to write you a check, that was the key. They got somebody to write him a check so they, they didn't have to worry about the $10 million buyout. That was the big key for, for Indiana because ultimately you probably weren't going to be in a better place next year than you were this year. You know, In fact, if Trace Jackson Davis leaves, you're in a worse place. So ultimately you probably had to make the move. I was wrong on Archie Miller. I thought he'd be a good hire when he was hired. I think most people did from Dayton. Uh, it didn't work out. I think they were a guard away. Ultimately, that that was the problem. They were one guard away, um, whether it was a healthy Rob Finnessy or Armand Franklin being more consistent or whatnot. Um, but they were a guard away. So I think this was the right move to do. It, you know, it just felt like in a pandemic it was going to be hard to do. But when you have somebody write that check for $10 million and then probably write another check for the next coach, 
that's going to be the key now is can they get Chris Beard or Scott Drew? I have not talked to either of those guys. Um, I don't know. I don't know whether either one goes there. I think the numbers got to start with like a four, certainly to get Beard because he makes about four million now. Drew yep. doesn't make that, but he's probably going to make he's going to get a pretty good you know pay raise after this year. So, I mean, the numbers got to be kind of astronomical. But again, if somebody was willing to pay ten million to buy him out, somebody's going to be willing to pay some money for 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 a new coach. Yeah, my my thing with Scott Drew and Chris Beard is that um, they have good things going at places, and they're having success at places where the the expectation yeah. is that if you get in the tournament, it's a great year, right? So, would you want to when when you're already having a chance to compete for national titles, which both of them have in the in the course of the last three yep. years? Um, would you want to leave the place that you're at for a place where the expectation is going to be insane? You know, it's, it's not like they can't achieve everything that they want to be able to achieve at Baylor or at Texas Tech. So um, that's something that you just have to keep in mind with them, um, especially if they're getting paid. Uh, so so we'll see. I, I do think that both of them would be a good hire. Um, I would Who love would to see Rick Pitino go there. One, if you had to choose one of Scott Drew or Chris Beard for the Indiana job, who would you choose? Um. I would probably choose Scott Drew. Uh, I just Why? feel like he he's a little bit better when it comes to getting the elite recruits um, and 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 having success with them. Um, I think that the best players that we see Chris Beard get aren't necessarily guys that uh, or the be- the top prospects, but both of them are really good at like developing players and, and developing a program. Um, but the big thing again, like with Scott Drew, I feel like what Indiana wants is to be able to recruit a bunch of Indiana guys that are going to stay in school for four years that they can get to know. And I feel like Scott Drew has a little bit of a better pedigree when it comes to co- roster continuity and things um, like that. But I think they both okay. be fantastic. I, I would love – I know it can't happen, and it, but I would love to see Rick Pitino go there just for the fact that he goes from Kentucky to Louisville to Indiana. I doubt it will happen. Um, well, just so people know, Rick Pitino has got a crazy buyout, okay, because I only gave him a chance – he signed a contract with a crazy buyout. I think it's like, I don't know, even know what it is, close to $10 million or something like that. So is it that high? He's not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. He's not. That's why he said, I own as my last job. That's a bunch of bullshit. If somebody wants him in a year or two and, and the number drops, he would absolutely go to a high major. But um, right now, I, I think it's virtually impossible. Yeah, well, I've already heard um, that he's, he's been trying to, to find places in, uh, let's just call them warmer climates. That's probably yeah, the, Miami. Yeah, Miami yeah. is where he'd love to go in, in a year or so. I don't know what the buyout drops to. So, all right. So that's or, or maybe or maybe if something opens up when uh, because Iowa State just popped, maybe if, maybe if that uh, that carousel turns a little bit, there might be a job that she opens up. No, no, no. She wasn't going to touch Rick, Rick, Rick Pitino last time. She's not Can you imagine Rick Pitino and UNLV, though? How much fun would that be? It'd be fun, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, man. We need to get Rick Pitino back into a bigger job. Um, yeah. All right. The other name that I, I, I would want to hire at Indiana, I don't know if you've heard anything about this, is John Beeline. Is there any chance of that happening? I think he's probably in the equation in terms of what Scott Dolson's looking at. I just don't know how much that, that, that helps. At John Beeline's age – I just don't know. I mean, again, obviously he did it at Michigan. He did it at West Virginia. He's a hell of a coach. Um, The other part is how he went out in Cleveland with the Cavs, Mm -hmm. you know, calling those guys, what, thugs? Like how much does that affect, you know, when you hire a John Beeline right now, if you try to hire a Pat Chambers, um, you know, Greg Marshall, somebody, 
you know, Charleston yesterday, the, the TV station asked if they could hire Greg Marshall. And I said, no, no way in hell. But you know what? Like, who knows? It's up to each AD and president. And it depends where you're, you're, you're located as well. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's keep moving. Uh, the, the six refs that were bounced out of Indianapolis for breaking COVID protocols. You broke that story. You broke like 17 different stories yesterday. It's nice to see you giving back to your grinding roots. Um, it's been a while since you were breaking some news. You had kind of fallen down the pecking order yesterday. And then all of a sudden it was, uh, I, I remember um, for this behind the, the, the doors a little bit, but uh, when the Indiana news broke, like we had a text chain going and we were just killing you by sending you a hundred texts. And I think did that actually piss you off. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to get some work done here. I'm trying to figure out. And, and it wasn't like when, when Indiana popped, it wasn't like that was it. Like it just, there was stuff kept coming and a couple mm-hmm. of things didn't pop yesterday that I thought might've. So uh, we'll have our eyes on those, but yeah, I mean the, the refs thing was crazy. I'd heard about it about four o'clock and I just had so much did we lose jeff again not there no no keep going you're back you're back you're back you're back keep going so this um, keep going sunday, sunday night at about uh seven o'clock or so and their rooms aren't ready for some of them and the food's not ready so the protocols were once you get in the hotel you can't leave the hotel again unless you're working, unless you're going to an arena. But they told right. them you can leave and go get dinner. Okay, so a bunch of them went to what did I said the Aben. I don't know what the name of the freaking steakhouse is, but whatever it is, six of them went there. Like another like twenty of them went to a different spot. So they come back after having dinner inside, and uh, one of them tests positive that night. So then they test them again yesterday morning, twice more. He tests positive both times. The other guys are contact traced. So they're all out. They tell them, you're, you're, you're all gone. You, you can't work. Uh, one of the refs, I won't say who, this is an update, is still there. And he's basically said, the hell with it. Um, I If I test negative for 10 straight days and I don't leave my room, I should be able to work this week 16. And he's right. And he's also had the vaccine, by the way, twice. He just got the second vaccine uh, like three days ago. So in 10 days... Yeah. He'll have the back. He'll be vaccinated fully for almost two weeks on a second shot. Plus, if he tests negative for ten straight days, he should be able to work the Sweet Sixteen. But this is like yeah, Indiana health uh, protocols. I, I don't know, I don't, but it's going to be interesting to watch. And these were six of the best officials, and they're now ga- gone, and they got to bring in six other guys that were like alternates. Yeah, well, one of them was TV Teddy, right? Yep, TV Teddy, John Higgins. Randy, uh, Roger Ayers. I mean, like three of the Gaffney. I mean, Ray Natilly. Uh, yeah, really good refs. Really good refs. Yeah, crazy, crazy how that ended up happening. All right, uh, let's roll through the rest of the stuff pretty quickly. I know you got to catch a full pretty soon. Um, I think the next biggest job that opened up was probably uh, Minnesota and Richard Pitino. Um, is that the the way that I understand it? Is that they were kind of waiting for Richard to find a new landing spot. And it sounds like he might be the guy that ends up getting New Mexico. Um, so that, that carousel could turn pretty quickly right there. And then uh, is Brian Dutcher the answer at, at Minnesota? Is that, is that what you think is going to happen? I don't know in Minnesota. I think it, it, there was a story in the paper recently um, about the lack of diversity among coaches. 
So it, it could end up being a, a minority hire there. I'm not sure yet. Brian Dutcher has got it in his contract. You know, his father coached at Minnesota um, that it's a low buyout if he leaves for San Diego State for Minnesota. I don't understand why anybody in their right mind would leave San Diego to go to Minneapolis. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. Uh, I think there'll be more guys in the equation than we think. I don't think Eric Musselman will be involved. I don't. I know his name's been out there a lot. You could see like Craig Smith, Nico Medved, guys like that um, be in the mix as well. And yeah, you're you're right about Patino. You know, the deal with Richard was they were trying to just kind of time it right if they could. That basically didn't look like he got fired, but everybody would have known if you go from Minnesota to New Mexico. Everybody knows you're not doing it on your own free will. Um, but yep. I think that, you know they got a good enough relationship, Mark Coyle and Richard, that. They were trying to do it that way, but then I think I broke the news yesterday. And they felt like they had no choice. They had to put out something. And really, it's probably more beneficial anyway for Minnesota to get started on their search. And, yes, Richard Patino is the heavy favorite. In fact, uh, I'm worried that I get on this flight, and by the time I land, uh, this it'll be broken that Richard Patino is the next coach in New Mexico. Yep. All right. Uh, BC hired – um, Earl Grant, Penn State hired Micah Shrewsbury. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. Yeah. Um, any takes on either of those hires? I know that you uh, you were pretty surprised to see that BC decided to go with Earl Grant over someone like a Mark Schmidt. Yeah, let's start with the positive. The positive is Micah Shrewsbury at Penn State. One of the greatest human beings I've ever met, uh, and I think he'll do a great job at Penn State. Uh, Danny Ainge called me right after the, the I broke the news, and he was, like, so happy for Micah. And he said he raved to me about what Micah did when he was with the Celtics for four or five years. You know, he really worked with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. That was his job. Those were his mm-hmm. two guys. Well, it's worked out pretty well for, for him and those guys because they're pretty damn good, both all-stars. So, you know, Micah's footprint is really in the Midwest, so I thought it was a better job for him than BC, which he was involved in a little bit at first. Um, and Penn State's closer than BC to winning. So I, I really like that hire, Micah Shrewsbury, I think. You know, again, a lot depends on the staff. I say this every time now. A lot depends on their staffs. But I think Micah, he's going to know who to hire at Penn State. Because, again, he's a Midwest guy. You're going to get some Midwest guys, to be honest, and still recruit Indiana. And, and you know, he's been great at Purdue the last few years with Matt Painter. Um, you want me to go on to, to Earl, Earl the Pearl Grant now? It, it just – it was – it felt like that name came out of left field. Like I, I was not even honestly, I was not even aware that he was somebody that was in the mix. Like I was like, okay, they're probably going to get Mark Schmidt if they're maybe they can get Richard Patino as like kind of a bounce back from Minnesota. Maybe something like a Dennis Gates if if they can find a way around some of the nepotism issues that they were running into with him. Um, and then it's like Earl Grant is hiring him. Like, what? Where did he come from? Yeah, it, his name had started to surface a couple days ago, so I was talking to people, but honestly. I just looked at it like I heard his name. I heard Rob Lanier from Georgia State. Damon Stoudemire had interviewed uh, from Pacific. And I kind of just kind of threw them all out there and was like, yeah, whatever. He's just he's just hired. He's just bringing him in to talk to him. And he's going to end up with Mark Schmidt at the end of the day like you. You know, he's clearly the best candidate. He's a BC alum. He's done a great job and a tough, tough job in only in New York. Instead, they go with a guy that I'm. Early, not even close. And he. Oh, no, I just I don't like it. I hope I'm wrong because I want BC to be relevant. 
I really hope I'm wrong about Earl Grant, but I don't think I'm going to be wrong unless he hires a killer staff. Yeah. Um, all right. We also had Iowa State open. And was there anything else that I'm missing yesterday? Any other big news? Uh, Jalen Wilson not playing in the oh, first yeah, round. Yeah, Jalen Wilson's out. We've, we've hinted at that for a while on the stream, though. That's that. Right. Anyone, that, anyone that watched the stream was aware that, that Kansas was going to be missing a key yep. player. Yep. Uh, but, um, but Iowa, Iowa State, State, is that not? Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, is that is there anything surprising about that decision to you? No, not really. I mean, there was a meeting last night, and everybody kind of had a, a pretty good idea that Steve Prohm was going to be out. You can't go over in, in, in the Big 12, and that's what he mm-hmm. did. And Steve Prohm, a, a super human being. Uh, I think he's probably a better mid-major head coach than he is a high major, to be honest. Um, and now I think I think T.J. Altsenberger will be the primary candidate from UNLV. He was there under Greg McDermott and Fred Hoiberg. You know, brought George Niang there and, and other really good players. And it's a way better fit for him at Iowa State than it is at UNLV. He really hasn't gotten it done at UNLV. But, but I think, again he was um, a relentless recruiter when he was at Iowa state and did a great job building that program. So the question will be money. Probably they, they got to pay Prome about five and a half million to go away. So the question probably mm-hmm. will come down to money for, for TJ. Yep. Um, so DePaul, that's the last one that we haven't talked about. Oh, yeah. Paul pop wasn't all that surprising. Um, it felt like that thing is, had been, uh, the writing has been on the wall since like last summer, yeah. basically. So, um, where do you stand on the ball? Who can they look at? Who would you hire? Who would you hire there? I don't know, man. Um, would would it make sense to go and try to get someone like a Porter Mosier from uh, from Loyola? Um, I feel like that's something where maybe you can go get like Dennis Gates and, and have some success. I, I honestly don't know. It, it's such a weird job. So those are two. Those are two that, that certainly would be high on Dwayne Peavy's list. Dwayne Peavy is a new AD, came from Kentucky, is a senior associate AD. And I really thought when he got hired at DePaul that the next coach would be Kenny Payne. Yeah. Kenny Payne left That was the other Kentucky. guy I was going to mention. Right. He left Kentucky to go to the Knicks, and he's got a big buyout. Okay. To leave the Knicks, he's got a big buyout. And obviously, you got the NBA lifestyle. The Knicks have been good. Everybody's giving Kenny Payne a lot of credit because he's a great human being. And – Players love them. They love them. Now, the question is, will Worldwide West and Leon Rose let Kenny Payne leave, get out of his buyout for the head job at DePaul? They should. I mean, they're all boys. Like, Worldwide West and Kenny Payne are like boys. And, and Kenny Payne's helped Worldwide West, and Worldwide West has helped Kenny Payne back when he was at Oregon. Um, so I, I think they should let him out, like, without any penalty if he wants to leave and get the head job at DePaul. So – I don't know. I just don't know if PV hires an assistant coach at the end of the day or if he wants to, to blaze his own path, you know, and, and hire his own guy, whether it's Dennis Gates or if he tries to get a big name, Bobby Hurley, Frank Martin, two guys Maybe. that want two guys that want out of their current jobs. So could you go for a big name and go after Bobby Hurley? I don't know if you can pay him enough. Hurley's making 2.8 at Arizona State right now. Um, Frank Martin, we don't know what's going to happen uh, with him at South Carolina. His deal is, is tenuous right now. Yeah, I think both of those would be um, – they'd be interesting. I, I do kind of feel like if you're Bobby Hurley and you have a chance to get out, like you might be able to take a little bit less money, especially get back in the Big East and, and, and you know. So 
Yeah, but we'll you, see. Then you're um, going against your brother. Your brother's got UConn, a way better job in the well, yeah, That's what I was going to say. Do, do you want to do that? Um, I. It'd be fun. Oh, it'd be, be fun. Awesome. It'd be awesome. Can you imagine awesome. those Hurley versus Hurley matchups? Oh, it'd be great. They, um, I just never, don't know. They'd never get along again. I mean, seriously, they they would. They go from best friends to mortal enemies. Do you think I? I, I I want DePaul to find a way to be relevant. I just don't know. Like, are they ever going to be good? Like, how do you how do you get good? It, it, it's strange to me that in a city that produces as much talent as Chicago does, like, why why isn't DePaul better? I mean, it's the same thing with St. John's, right? I mean, why isn't St. John's better? New York produces talent, not to the level of Chicago in the last 10 years, but they still produce talent. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 